Hi guys, welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss some of the most enjoyably bad movies of all time. I'm your host, Kevin Heisinger. Join with me all the way from Sacramento is my co-host. She's hilarious. She's a comedian. Also, real-life pretend psychic, which is Heather Rogue. Heather, good to see you. Hi, good to see you too. Thanks for being on. I'm so glad returning. We got a lot of good reviews from my Street Fighter review from my mom saying that you had some, we had some really good back and forth. I feel like we just needed to continue. Yeah, it my was... fan, my fan liked it too. So <laughs> well, there we go. I'm glad my mom gives really good reviews, but she means it though. It's not, it's she's not kissing ass. Like she's a mm-hmm. genuine woman. My mom's but... review was uh, so what's a podcast again? Which is like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Do you need somebody? But yeah. <laughs> but tonight we picked one of my favorite bad movies. It's probably in my top 10. Uh, and I feel like more people should watch it because it's been kind of forgotten. And I watch it on a whim one night is the blatant Fast and Furious ripoff, which is Torque, which I think this movie is hilarious because it's just, I don't, not only is it like a, it's such a blatant ripoff because the first two Fast and Furious movies had come out and this was right after, but it's kind of a, a middle finger to them we're like why like you're ripping them off that's (laughs) that's exactly like when you call it a ripoff it's like i almost have trouble because it's not like just trying to capitalize on fast and furious like it really opens up the movie going over the top like at the very beginning yeah (laughs) our opening scene the the roadside the road signs start spinning around because he's driving motorcycles so fast and then what does he say? Like the he's like out driving the cars and then the cars drive up and he's like fucking car drivers or whatever he says. <laughs> what like, is it about you car drivers that makes you such assholes? And they yeah, get exactly. But we're forgetting. I mean, right off the bat, we have two race cars right next to each other and it zooms down. And for some reason, there's a turtle in the middle of the road. Like, why? Like, it's so subtle. I just some... Um, sort of imagery being like <laughs> symbolism, like cars are so slow. Yeah. <laughs> and these two race cars are racing in the middle of nowhere, but our lead guy is riding his motorcycle and he just goes and he's riding through and he passes them. And there was so, like the CGI in this movie was fucking insane because I mean, one of the race cars, it hits the, the what is like the NOS button or whatever you call it, the, yeah, the go right. fast button. And it always like goes through the anatomy of yeah. the car. And it just like, it's all intense. And one thing I noticed this time around is that like it shows the engine, shows all this fucking fires, these flames, and it turns into an eyeball. And then it goes back. I thought it was going to be like the, the eye of the driver, but it then it goes not- back to the car. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I did that a few times and it's so like disorienting like there's times where it would like the engine would suddenly turn into like flesh and nerves and blood vessels and it's pop out and it's like popping out of some other character's skull and it's like wait what (laughs) happened to where the engine that we just entered I don't get it because then because the guy who made this movie Joseph Kahn this is one of the few movies he did but he mostly directs music videos, which shocker because this film is just so heavily relied on this like, look how cool this is. Look at this CGI because this movie, mm-hmm. it barely clocks in at an hour 20 minutes and there's a lot of credits. And I just feel like they really needed to fill that void. But I will say, I mean, yeah. 
our lead guy like don't need a lot of the movie either it really yeah. is kind of like a, a very long music video yeah and it's just so bizarre especially with all the product placement which i thought was hilarious <laughs> so blatant and so shameless but that's what made me like it but i mean just right i mean he, our lead guy gets in the fight with these two car drivers because car drivers are awful and they get mm. in this huge fight but then his buddies pop up we got well first okay so he's like driving down and it goes torch and then but then it shows him at the diner he beats the shit out of those guys which by this lead dude is not very tough i don't which makes I mean, me enjoy no and and, we, and i gotta point out the lead dude is like dr riggs from Grey's anatomy is it, is oh, is like he really? Adam, Martin Henderson. Yeah, I never watched that. I do, because he's in The Ring, which was right before this. And I feel like that was more suited for his character because he was like the news anchor or whatever. He's like more of a techie, but he was tough when he needed to be. But not that right. tough because he couldn't fight that little 10-year-old. I feel like it. this is the guy that should have been cast for what's-his-name's role in the last movie that yeah. we together. You know what I mean? Like he has oh, a lot of tough guy lines. And they sort of fit a little bit better with him, like a little bit. But, yeah. but he still, it still feels out of place a little bit. Yeah, he's just, and he's in another movie, which will probably pop up on the podcast, Smoking Aces, which he seems, yeah, he's like a hitman, but it kind of, it fit more. Like when he's behind a gun, I guess it works where he doesn't have to use his little arms. Like he can be tough, but he gets in a lot of fist fights in this movie and I wasn't buying it. I wasn't, but it made me enjoy it more. Cause I'm like, here's again, this tough guy who's not so tough, but right. his so buddy. So we open up the movie and we just right away, the things you need to know about this movie are that this is about motorcycles and car drivers are bad. And you know, yeah, this is, this is a, a ripoff of fucking, um, of, uh, uh, fast and furious but like the street signs are spinning around when they drive by in this and what place. do they so say it's like, they it's say more cars of a, more of a cartoon you know what yeah. i mean like, and you know the street signs say cars exactly. suck <laughs> it's a farce right it's like a farce yeah. uh, it's like a yeah it's almost like a cartoonish homage you know at this point it was very Looney Tunes. And there's so many, again, there's so many sound effects I had to rewind. I was like, wait, why didn't, what? Because he, when, he, when he walks into that diner, I heard a cat meow. I was like, what the fuck? And then I looked around and I had to rewind it and I did not, I did not see a cat. I was... I mean, you also so, have to realize that the, the, at the very beginning, you like the character because there's a kid and he's nice to the kid, remember? And so that's... Right, right away, how you know, and then the the, the car drivers show up and they're Asshole. mean to the kid. They're like, "Don't touch my car." Mm-hmm. But you know, a nice motorcycle driver is gonna let let a ten year old kid touch his motorcycle, right? Which, and I wanted to th- my fan theory. I mean, because in reality, I feel like all of us are kind of car drivers, and bikers are typically the assholes in real life not in this movie no no this is on the reverse this This is flipped nobody gets it (laughs) this is an alternate universe where no 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 us bikers we're the misunderstood we're the good guys you car drivers are awful you know another i i I love this movie i'm sorry what were you saying (laughs) i interrupted (laughs) just i mean 
And I thought, because at, at first, you know, he fights these car drivers, and I thought, okay, so this movie is going to be motorcyclists. Oh, that's what I thought cars. too, right? But no, 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 no. Yeah. There's biker gangs hate each other. I did not, that's too, I did not, why don't you guys team up? I thought you guys hated car drivers, but that was just the first scene. Right, and that then, was literally just to show, like, that was literally the entire first scene was about, this is the main character, he's nice to children, and this is not your Fast and the Furious movie that you thought it was, because <laughs> motorcycles rule and cars drool. And cars drool. It. And that's it. And now, it's about... <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. about motors, motors, like, yeah, rival motorcycle gangs, exactly. Because they're, he meets up with his buddies. We got a Mexican and a Korean. Check, check. And they're his friends. And we drive off. And for some reason, they drive past a rival biker gang. And for no reason, all because they drive past, it's not even like you're on my turf, bro. They just start chasing him down. Ice Cube's brother is like, you fucking assholes. And he starts trying to knock, he knocks off Jay Hernandez off his bike. And they almost get in a huge fight. And which we find out for no reason. You just saw them driving by and got pissed off. It's like, what the fuck, a bike? We have those. Exactly. Only we can have the bikes. And so- Hey, that was very loud and boisterous. Yeah, just can't me, do that around me. Yeah, like, like there's just like no self awareness. You know, they're just like, hey, how dare you play? You drive your obnoxious vehicle around here, right? So obnoxious, like what an asshole. But <laughs> and so they get in this huge fight, and we meet one of the main reasons this movie is pretty great. I thought was fucking yeah. Ice Cube, which he plays it hard. I noticed he, he, he hands it up. Hard. Yeah, yeah, very, very rough and tough character. And he was, and he's in this movie, and his whole subplot is basically that his brother is an asshole. That's kind of it. That's he's gonna. I guess yeah. he's the leader of the Reaper. Well, and he doesn't want drugs on his turf. Right? Oh, that's he, true. He does, and he refuses a deal that his brother said he was gonna get. And so then Henry, who's like the main bad guy of like the Henry. actual bad biker gang, because Ice Cube, that's like the black people, and like they're like. Like the the they're they're kind of like the fake enemy at the beginning, but then the real right. enemy comes along. The meth heads. Henry's biker gang, which is like these all these psychos who all like pee together off of cliffs and stuff. They really they really do. Oh my they really god, did that? And now, <laughs> I forgot the mullet, which is how you know he's a bad guy. Oh, how else would we know? We got the mullet guy. We got a uh, Theon Greyjoy. And they we got scenery like badly. I mean, they really they let you know, like they kick the dog. You know, if if the main <laughs> character being nice to children, yeah, and saving the cat, then like right away they're just like doing bad shit. Um, uh, yeah, it's really so they kill Ice Cube's brother. They and do they frame. They frame our uh, Doctor Riggs. They frame him. What's funny is because the lead guy, his name's Ford. Yeah. The bad guy, his name's Henry. Oh, whoa. Subtle. Such, subtle. Subtly, like they wrote this script by staring at a wall. <laughs> like, who's someone who invented stuff? Okay. It was just, that's all you needed. But, I mean, we passed, like, they do kill him, but we got to talk about Bike Week. Or was that, or was that all they, what they hang out at, is the biker... The road that was closed off was that their underground world yeah something like that that you're right yeah. there was like some weird um they show it right 
which when they was, show up and Kid Rock starts playing, I knew I'm like, I'm in, I'm invested. And <laughs> when the Korean guy takes off and he see, he meets that girl and she's like, nice bike. And she's like, nice ass. And he goes, you got a name? She goes, yeah. And that's when you <laughs> the sparks fly. And then it just cuts like, okay, that's their okay <laughs> right yeah and then that's a, that's his ride or die for the rest of the movie right like, yeah he oh yeah he was with her pretty much the whole time yeah, but yeah. and i just love this theon Greyjoy guy with the chain who um it's not actually theon but he was also in a movie which i'm very looking forward to reviewing called glitter where he was i thought like, that he was gonna be a lot more badass because he kind of like is set up as like the the bear jew you know like the bad sidekick who like destroys shit and then they don't really do a lot with his character i mean know? yeah he we introduce him he throws a guy out of a window and like beats the shit out of them and then he just goes huh like ford's back in town <laughs> like wait what the fuck just happened you're just gonna introduce this guy and i thought okay theon's the main bad guy but no 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 we get our mullet head. We get Henry. Right. Like, that's where I was, th- I was thrown for a loop. I was like, I believe this guy, like, and I, that's why I continued to think. So he's like the badass who's like, the mullet dude is holding his chain, you know? Yeah. Like eventually it's going to be like, he'll kill him or something. But no, he doesn't do much. Yeah. And he's just kind of a henchman. I will say he did. I mean, he does kill Ice Cube's brother. So he did some stuff, but it wasn't nearly as much as it was built up to be. And the mm-hmm. fact that he... And they all kind of killed his Ice Cube's brother, you know? Like, yeah, they're, they're in the... Beating him to death. They're in the bathroom of the club after that whole scene where a, a fight ensues. They try to, like, distract everybody. Like, let's let's play it a low-key. Let's beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> that It draws the attention away. And, of course, they knew Ice Cube's brother was going to run and scurry to the bathroom where... And I love Theon's just waiting for him, sitting on the toilet, just, like, taking a shit. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what's up brother and they get in this whole fight and he like he strangles him with his chain and his character has a chain the whole movie and even the autopsy report is strangled with a chain and so i feel like it'd be pretty obvious to deduct i mean like it was theon like it was it was him and we even find out it was a chain from right. henry's bike well, right and so and so Mullethead's girlfriend is the eyewitness who, and she says she found the murder weapon and they all just believe her. And it's yeah. like, wait, this is the girlfriend of a rival gang member is your witness. Like you're not skeptical at all. Played so, by like, Jamie Presley. I'm a huge fan. I miss her. I really, I don't know. Did you ever watch My Name is Earl? Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Margot Robey's lookalike. Um, I wish she was in more stuff, but and she doesn't have a lot of lines, but I think they were trying to say she might be a lesbian. I'm not All sure. All of her lines were really bad. <laughs> her acting was not the greatest. You but... messed with the wrong chick. It looks <laughs> like you did. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty bad. All of it the is... lines written by like for those two female characters, like the two main females, were so bad. Yeah. We're not real characters. Every time I thought they might be a real character, they said something ridiculous that took me out. And and this is Ford's girlfriend and her whole just, I mean, I don't like you. I almost got arrested because of you. But then just being like, okay, let's get back together. That was really, it was touching. She's just like flirting the whole time. Like, 
how dare you get me arrested? I just didn't have anything better to do this week. That's why I'm like, <laughs> risking my life and almost getting they're back and forth. I did enjoy her acting though. It was kind of funny, but and I will say, yeah, I really actually, I really, I'm sorry, I just, I really liked the, uh, I gotta say, I really liked the sexual chemistry between uh, uh, Dr. Riggs and and uh, Ice Cube. Like, oh, yeah, they were going, they were, each other. it was one of those things where like there they're was still manly. <laughs> Especially when mullet had they were like Ice Cube would always walk up one inch from his face and start talking to him real close and <laughs> and like he kept with Ice Cube's feelings like like he saved his life and Ice Cube's all just like I don't know what's going on with this guy like, <laughs> mess with my me head we need messages. to get <laughs> oh that was I was yeah I was just about I'm to shipping say. them in the fan fiction that's all I'm saying is I'm shipping them you know like. It is one of those things, especially when Mullethead confronts him. He's all like, there were so many scenes where they're always just an inch away from each other's face. I'm like, is this a kissing scene? At least, but of course, because it's for, you know, this movie was for men. They mostly had Jamie Presley just like flirting with the girl and doing lesbian stuff. Because they had to, they had to sell us that. It was the only way. But I will say, but the girlfriend, one of my favorite scenes is like him making it up to her. Like, I tell you what we should do. Let's drive through this crowd of people on our motorcycle. Like, let's race and like, let's just be really dangerous because they're just adrenaline junkies. That's all they are at the end of the day. They they drive through this crowd of people and like this farmer's market and they're all running out of the way. Oh, my God. And then, you know, Ford almost hits a fucking car head on. But his reaction just oh, and he just goes around it. But I think that's when we realize they're both just insane. Yeah. And it's just, it's really touching. You know, one thing I really liked about this movie? Yeah. Um, I really like the way that it, uh, it really, like, creates the experience of actually riding a motorcycle. It, it does. And, I, and, I, and that it gave me brain damage. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I felt a little bit of CTE at the end of this. I definitely felt like someone had hit me over the head with a no, bike. Oh, I don't Head on collision. Brain cells. I became a libertarian. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm watching yeah. QAnon videos. As you should. It's really this movie had a lot of subliminal messaging as long as a product placement. But I mean, we find like our lead dude and his whole thing. He went to Thailand for six months because he had some bikes, and his bikes the bikes had meth in them. That's what we yeah. find out. Uh huh. And so he got rid of the bikes. But they're in a st- undisclosed location. I guess he was driving him in a truck to Thailand because you do sure. that right. <laughs> as, as you do. And this whole thing, and we meet one of the saving graces, another one, which is Adam fucking Scott in this movie playing the exact yes. same role as he did in Step Brothers. Oh man, this, and this he. Oh my god, he was the, the greatest fucking part about this movie. Um, and he hams it uh and it was kind of <laughs> and he's so good at playing an asshole and you could tell he was gonna do better things but the writing in this movie just was not really in his favor but i see still enjoyed his screen presence <laughs> it was just some of the shit he said in this and it's just like some of the just random ass lines what's what's hilarious because we'll get to some of the cameos in this film like dane cook which we'll get to <laughs> 
so random. Yeah, well, now that you mention it, let's talk about it. Dane Cook was in this movie. Which he has a kid. Caught me off guard. As soon as I saw Dane Cook, this whole movie turned around for me. Like, oh, that's yeah. when I realized this is not just a freaking ripoff of, uh, of Fast and Furious. Like, this is like, a, it, this is the some cheesy rotten goodness you know <laughs> it really is one of the things that pulls it at first so his whole cameo in this film he plays a tourist with his girlfriend who has a motorcycle and he sees a biker gang the the meth heads that are very intimidating looking but because he's such a dumbass as he is in real life and he goes i want a picture with you guys let's take a picture and he's saying some really rude condescending things that he mostly does in real life we're like hey make a smile like be a human for once i want to take wait just not even a picture with them he just wants a picture of them like why yeah because (laughs) because they're bikers and he's like oh i'm doing this too you know these are some fellow bikers i met and, yeah and they and they pose for it you know like they, <laughs> at like, first and that's what because like they, they play it so hard that you almost feel like they would have just like if they if they played a consistent character they would have just like murdered him right there you know but no they pose yeah. for the photo they give him the <laughs> at first trying but, his photo. but and he then gets, he has to be dane gets, cook so eventually they punch him but for being dane cook not for wanting the photo if he had been a normal human they would have let him take a photo and moved on with his life, you know? Yeah, but they really had to show it to him. And it was, I mean, this was kind of at like the peak. This was right before he got really big. So I feel like this cameo would have made a little more sense like after he had started fading out a little bit because we don't really like him anymore. But I just don't, because we have him getting punched and then he comes back in the film in a car with his girlfriend and he's trying to return. I mean, he's on the phone. He's trying to return his motorcycle like how did that because the the main bad guy ruined motorcycles for Uh, yeah yeah which is like weird that it took that and not i mean like i've been trying to do this podcast and there's been a motorcycle outside on the block like (laughs) ruining motorcycles for me this whole time i don't know why it took that but yeah i will say i have sensitive ears and motorcycles are loud but i will say i still enjoy this film it is it's (laughs) regardless of my my eardrums but i will say that scene so dan cook's in his car and we get this ridiculous i mean we're gonna do that freeway chase scene which is so fucking random and adam scott and which i by the way i forgot how i lost track how many times when a character is driving and all of a sudden there's just a ramp that they can just jump off of that happened maybe several times six maybe seven times there was ramps onto the it was like a video game there were ramps onto the train by the way (laughs) oh we'll get to the train train. ice cube Cube falls off gets a flat tire dr riggs saves him the last second which is what gives him mixed emotions he's like my falling for this guy i don't get it But that whole scene, I mean, because, yeah, Ice Cube, we find out that his brother was killed. Jamie Presley frames it on Ford, but because there were no witnesses and this giant club of people. And that whole scene when Ice Cube's getting all in the cop's face, like, if I knew who fucking killed my brother, there'd be two dead bodies. He's basically this black guy admitting to a cop, like, I'm about to murder someone. You got a problem with that? And the cop just like, all right. I, yeah. You, you know do- who did it? Not anymore. Like, okay. <laughs> okay ice cube you but go seriously come with us like yeah just why would 
I mean, you just, follow him. Can, like someone follow him. <laughs> he's admitting to a cop. I'm going to fucking kill the person who did this. I think it's Ford. If Ford dies, you know that I did it. Talking to a cop. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And I, and of course they have to do, which they do in every like bad ice cube movie where he says, fuck the police because they have to, you have to mention NW like we did Anaconda. And of course he has to say like, how are you doing? Like, well, it was a good day. Like, of course you have to. I mean, yeah, I think I think that that's like a contractual thing. If you want to hire Ice Cube for a movie, you have to allow him to push his brand at least once. At least because we don't. If we see Ice Cube, we'll be like, oh, God, what was an Ice Cube song? Fuck, remind me, remind me. I'm like, oh, fuck the police. Duh. I just want to mention also the fact that there's like one black character in the movie that is not part of Ice Cube's underground street gang, more or less. Like, like. And, and she is uh, the other FBI agent besides our, our main man. Oh, Henderson. Yeah, Adam yeah, Scott's Henderson. sidekick. And she has like five lines and no yeah. character to speak of whatsoever. And it's like the only, <laughs> the only way they knew how to write a Black character for this movie was if they were a hard street gang character. You know what or, I mean? Or a cop, yeah. She doesn't or really cop, say or, much. Or a cop with no character. Like... Yeah, like, like what is her? It was a bulletproof vest, asshole. Boom, you know, and then she hits like a thing that should have killed her. Um, it pretty much. We'll get I, to uh, that. It will get to that, but I will say, going back to Ice Cube tracking down our gang. I mean, first, so I mean, they're like we're we got to stay away from Ice Cube's gang, and then they ride down the highway, and there's his gang just right there, <laughs> like on the middle of the fucking street. Like we gotta, we gotta lay low. Let's travel down the main highway during the day. <laughs> like let's 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 keep let's a low profile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the first time out of many times, they say so they pass this biker gang. They're right there. They chase them down, and then all of a sudden, they're able to be really discreet with their loud ass fucking motorcycles, and they hide in this cave like Lord of the Rings style from the ring rays. Just like, oh my god, and they hide out in this cave, which is really well lit. And they and they make this plan, which, by the way, then we get to our quote, another middle finger to the Fast and Furious, where he says the exact same line that Vin Diesel always. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Right. And then and then she says, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dumbest thing. Like, we get it. (laughs) You don't like cars. You don't like Vin Diesel. What did they do to you? Which, by the way, it's kind of weird to like be like, I am shamelessly capped realizing on fast and furious but for all the people who also hate fast and furious because they drive cars and say witty remarks but also we have witty remarks you know yeah i don't and obviously i mean fat we're almost going on fast and furious nine there was never a torque two which there should have been <laughs> been fully torqued. i mean <laughs> i really i would i would i'd be curious how and why you know if they if it did exist yeah i mean this movie it made a decent amount and budget was 40 mil worldwide it made about 46 so it wasn't it had to really make his money back it was Ooh, nearly not nearly slid right over the railing huh yeah it was not as big which i'm not sure why i mean you had what you got dane cook you got nickelback kid rock ice cube like what more do you want in this film this has everything but We'll get into, I mean, the first time. So like a, I don't know, a, co- a coherent. 
like a coherent plot or something but when they when ice cube yeah like like consistent characters yeah like we needed probably more product placement i don't think i love there was like a fight scene when they're at the club and that one guy goes hold on and he like shows the budweiser logo like okay and then i fight it would really it really beat us over the head but we got to talk about can i talk so my favorite scene in this movie was uh the the when when the two chicks were doing like motorcycle jousting jousting i wrote that down and 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 you could see behind like one was like the mountain dew it was like mountain dew versus pepsi you know because they they had the billboards behind them and they were charging at each other and then they like charge each other and like spin around on their bikes and like whack each other's bikes it was against it's like a it's like a it's like a bike fight right like they're bicycle it's like bicycle karate almost yeah i wrote that down my motorcycle jousting which turns right into exactly kind of, <laughs> and then it turns into kind of a cat fight yeah our main girl our main bitch is the mountain dew and jamie presley is pepsi and spoiler alert mountain dew wins thank god because i'm not a, I'm not a pepsi guy which by the way wasn't it coke and pepsi that would have been that would have been more time. You can't be sponsored by both of them. Like, <laughs> I know they're both contracts. Yeah. And it's so shameless. But it's funny because at first they're jousting. They're like hitting the back of each other's tires, blah, blah, blah. But then they're just kind of like riding down the street next to each other. And then they're just kind of racing each other. And yeah. they, keep, they keep hitting each other. And of course, our main girl goes in front of Jamie Presley, does a backflip onto Jamie Presley's bike. And then knocks her off of it onto a car. I'm like, you messed with the wrong bitch. Which there's right. so many times in this movie where people just like let go of their motorcycle and then it just keeps going forward and it's like jump up. Uh, and I don't like uh like ice cubes straight up looking at a map. <laughs> yeah, so he's, his he's he's with his gang and they're going down, they're taking up both lanes, mind you, in a two-way freeway, and he goes oh, we know where Ford is. Like, give me a map. And he hands him a map and he just lays it out in front of him while he's riding a motorcycle. He goes, okay, let's go there. <laughs> that was it one of the many. Try. He just is straight up holding the map with both hands and like driving the motorcycle. It is crazy. And that was, I will say, motorcycle jousting was amazing. But one of the most amazing parts, I think, was probably when Ice Cube chases Ford onto the train, which is some of the best CGI ever, really, you would you say. I mean, he chases him down, and they go off that crane, and they jump onto, like, with their motorcycles on top of a train. And then Ford goes into the train. And again, like, every time they go down highways or, like, heavily populated areas, everyone just obviously jumps out of the way, and it doesn't cause any ruckus, which is good. But yeah, he jumps off. Yeah, jumps off the they train. Yeah. <laughs> make sure everyone hanging out there is trained. And yeah. I love when when Ice Cube stunt double jumps off of the train onto the train tracks. And I kept looking. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that train is like completely still. I know they didn't slow motion. I don't think it was moving at all. But <laughs> he jumps off onto the train tracks. But yeah, oh, his tire pops and he's stuck. But our boy Ford saves the day and that's what gives him the mixed message it's like i think i like this guy i think yeah exactly i don't he think he know what to think about him anymore i think he, he didn't kill my brother i think it might have been the guy with the chain 
that strike with the guy with the murder <laughs> weapon. It might have been the guy with the motive who I wouldn't let sell drugs on my turf. I don't yeah, know. the guy from that scene we had where it was pretty obvious <laughs> that there's beforehand <laughs> all this beef. And there's so many. And that's why I like the movie because the stakes were pretty high. I mean, everyone's trying to get Ford. Everyone's double crossing each other. And like Ford has the bikes and he's kind of in, you know, like he has a thing with Adam Scott, who's like, look, we find out that it's his meth that he wants because he's such an obvious meth head, but, or maybe he sells it. Cause that's the whole thing. That's a twist. Uh, apparently the asshole comp is an asshole. That was the big <laughs> reveal. Right. Which by the way, I got to say uh, better. This is another way where this movie had a better script than Chun Li, which actually <laughs> tried to have a script, that's you know, true, because yeah. there was foreshadowing to him being an asshole cop. He's like on the phone with his girlfriend. Oh, um, always talking shit. And yeah. it turns out his girlfriend is Henry. Yeah. And so Henry comes in. Henry's mullet head, by the way, the main yeah. bad guy. He comes in. And now that once they find out that the meth is actually in the super bike. Um, yeah, the super bike. <laughs> which, oh, my God. Which, which, why did Ford pick the the super bike hiding place to be where in i, I guess really, yeah he was it was a sting right but anyways the, yeah the standoff i like the super bike yeah that because old. you can only the super bike in cgi right there could be like no live footage it's so fast that everything has to be cgi with the super bike you know it's like the world turned almost into claymation as soon as he took off with it <laughs> that whole i mean we'll get to it so first off like the the mexican korean guy get like kidnapped along with the girlfriend by henry and all them while ford is off doing god knows what and we have this huge standoff and this is where like the movie was already pretty fucking crazy, but then it just goes ape shit. I mean, I can't even describe, like, first we got, we find out Adam Scott's the bad guy. He meets up with Ice Cube and Ford. Ford, like, he's trying to convince Ice Cube, I'm not a bad guy. But Adam Scott brings in his partner, fucking shoots her, and that's when we find out, oh, by the way, that's my meth. And then the meth heads come in. Yeah, they're kidnapped. And then all of a sudden, like, so like Henderson, the partner did survive getting shot and decides to crawl out from the bike and really loudly call for backup. Not just yeah! like <laughs> shot him and like, yeah, like done. <laughs> like, I'm going to call for backup first and take like another bullet. And, yeah. And then still survive that and then blow you up with an ex like, she, she, what, yeah, like, Blows she crawls out and is like, like calling all cops. We got a situation. <laughs> and Adam Scott goes, damn it. But and he loses focus and he shoots at her, misses her, even though she's right in front of him. And then Ice Cube jumps on his bike, hits a few people. And we get probably the most. And I can't even describe this action scene of a climax because so much shit happens. I'm like, wait, what? I had to keep pausing and we're like, what the fuck? Like, is. I mean, Jay Hernandez and the guy are, are chained together. He shoots the chain. Then Theon has his chain, wraps around the other dude's neck, and he keeps trying to punch him. And just all this shit keeps happening. But the funniest thing is when Ice Cube wraps the chain around Theon's neck and, like, hangs him. Right. Says that line. We're like, well, ain't that ironic? Yeah. Which, Which I know. a very good line. Right? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why is that ironic, Ice Cube? Why? What just happened? 
Well, it's because Theon killed someone with a chain earlier and choked him out. So now he's choked out with a chain as well. <laughs> Ain't that ironic? That yeah, he, he really got died. He really got some karma up up his. Like there were like you could have spent ten minutes on that line and <laughs> thought of something better, you know? Yeah, it could have been like, another. Like today was yeah. a good day. <laughs> exactly. I just killed you with no Vaseline. You know, could have been another bitch. I mean. <laughs> listen to my album straight out of Compton <laughs> it could have been really anything but and then yeah like we get this whole action like most of the meth heads you know disperse we get our jousting scene Ford and oh I gotta people. also mention uh I gotta mention the, the the part where so so Ford's girlfriend is all like handcuffed up yeah. and, and he straight up just shoots her with a shotgun and then I gotta give it to the editor's of this of this movie because then it just shows the handcuffs falling and then she's fine right and it's like <laughs> yeah, she yeah. He just like shot her handcuffs off like, <laughs> with a shotgun at point blank yeah that was i will say so it was so fast so much shit kept happening i'm just like wait what the fuck that's i can't even describe yeah. but and then so henderson gets shot at but then when adam scott was still just chilling the whole time well wait no he gets hit ice cube Head on hits Adam Scott with his motorcycle and he does a few flips and he falls and you think he's out, but then he gets back up and he goes, no, 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 I'm still here. And he's pointing the gun at Ford. But then Henderson, who survived her second shooting, pops up and goes, oh, yeah, check this shit out. I'm wired with explosives. And then she hits it and then kills Adam Scott. But she... So did she survive? Because I didn't she survive. She's sorry. The fucking <laughs> it's tor- they're torquing out there. Gang is outside my house right now. <laughs> they know we're talking uh, about it. She survived an explosion, which I thought she was closer to than the people she killed with it. Which yeah, at that point I did. At that point, like this was after the motorcycle jousting scene. So you're right. already so just like over, uh, just like. I got, I got gangs outside my door too. Shit, they, I think they know. Like, how we're dare you talk about. shit on tour? I know they know Bible. we're talking about this. The this is like probably some outside. underground cult film that these people have been worshiping for the last fucking. I hope so. Fifteen years. I'm trying. That's why I picked this film. No, not a lot of people know about it, and I feel like it's so funny and it's so over the top, especially when we'll get into the last scene of this film when the Henry or Ford is chasing Henry, or either way, it doesn't really matter at this point. And they both have, they both have super bikes, right? And they're... I don't know. I guess, I guess there are two super bikes, maybe. But the scene before you were mentioning, it happened so fast that I don't know what's going on. I I know, because... (laughs) I guess there might have been another one next to it. So Henry might, might have been on that one. But also, I don't know, because Ford catches up to Henry pretty fast you know yeah he has that button the nos button where he just goes super speed and him we get the most ridiculous cgi of the entire film they're speeding through town and they're going at the speed of light both without helmets mind you and they're just going at it and but they're going so fast and you would think they would be like frozen because of how fast it is but they're still 
like Henry could still turn around and shoot at him. He's still aware of what's happening around him. Yeah. And it just, it goes crazier. They're not hitting pedestrians or cars. In fact, they're driving past cars and they're going so fast that they're blowing up. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Everything is, it's basically like the matrix when like the, they zoom through in the matrix sequels and everything just blows up around them, you know, like they're going so fast that they're just destroying did I just disappear? I mean, like I can a- still hear you. I, didn't, I can't see you. All right. Well, as long as you can hear me, there's just like yeah, a of destruction going on on all sides, you know? It's fucking crazy. And then, yeah, they're speeding through. And I totally, and I've admittedly, I've seen this movie quite a few times, but I didn't even realize that Henry dies in that scene because he, what, he jumps, four jumps on top of him with his bike? Like, I, the, yeah. again, it goes so fast and it goes even faster, even more bad shit, crazy. Henry jumps off of another jump for the seventh time because there's a construction truck just chilling and he jumps on top of him and then Henry's, or Ford's bike explodes and he falls off of it and he's going at super speed. His bike blows up, it kills Henry and Ford, he launches in the air not at all hurt by the explosion and he falls into the street and a bus comes up to him and stops right at his face and he lives and i don't yeah know. and then the bus driver is like this gnome looking dude and he just kind of looks all <laughs> for a yeah. second. and he looks at him and then henry gets up with maybe a scratch on his face <laughs> and just he survived this whole horror how you were going faster than right. the speed he of light. He least had a concussion from like slamming his head against the street. You know yeah, like mean? he wasn't wearing a helmet. He was going the speed of light. His bike fucking exploded, and the explode instead of dying in the explosion, it launched him to safety. As what happens, but oh god! And then he survives the whole ordeal. And then his girlfriend is just right there. Like you want to hit the road? And like okay, and they just take off. And that's kind of it. But and she wants to go to Mexico because she's not a real character. She's the ideal girlfriend. I know it was kind of a whole Ruby Spark situation, but it really it goes wow. in. They and we get our funniest scene. Like our, the whole gang survives. Everything's good with him and Ice Cube. Like sorry, I misjudged you. There wasn't a sex scene between those two, but it got cut out. It's too bad. We really, we should have, but. And it's, it was unspoken, but it was queer baiting, right? They didn't <laughs> want to alienate the straights from watching the movie, but they really, wanted yeah. to give the queer people an, enough, <laughs> enough subtle looks Just to keep them going. If you, you will. Know? But, right. <laughs> and we get probably what solidified me enjoying this as a, like a fun, bad movie is unironically, they write off into the sunset to a Nickelback song, which really, and it was amazing. And I really, and the fact that this I movie- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was unironic. I feel like, yeah, it's 2004 and it is like, I don't think, and I guess real, realistically all these people loved, like this is the, everyone who had a vision, like a hand in this movie's vision loved Nickelback. You can tell yeah. that this movie bleed love for Nickelback. It, 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 it just like it, it completely envelops everything about this movie but, it really is but it, the, the most 2004 it, it, movie i've ever seen it really solidified everything about that yeah movie. it really does doesn't it because it, it comes off of like triple x and all of these other fucking <laughs> yes. movies you know like that came before it but it's like 
it really it's like is. the B version, right? It's like they couldn't get Vin Diesel to come back for Triple X, so they got Ice Cube, and then they got the, <laughs> they got the Vin Diesel replacement to be in this movie. So they got the you know. <laughs> it really is, and that's why I really gotta say I highly enjoyed this movie. It was so ridiculous and over the top, and but it kind of knows, like it's kind of a nod to the audience where it knows it's fucking ridiculous, but it was just. I got to say, yeah, I, I don't know about you. I do recommend Torque as an enjoyably bad movie. Did you enjoy so, Torque? What I will there? say is don't uh, don't watch it on YouTube for free because it, like, cuts, it cuts it a little bit. It clips it down to make it watchable. So, like, I guess you could watch it that way. I don't know how much it really matters. Like, it screws the pacing up, which is not, like, a very important part of this movie, you know? Yeah. I'd say it's definitely watchable though. Like I, uh, I watched it twice. You know, um, I had to catch up on. I watched it. the second half twice. The you subtle. Know? I really just it. wanted to see that climax again because I was so <laughs> high. Time, like I had to smoke a lot of weed to get through it, and I was so stoned by the time we got to the end that like I didn't remember at all what happened because so much happens in that climax. So I had to go back and watch that again before we did this. And I didn't even remember the motorcycle jousting scene or anything. <laughs> it was um, it was beautiful. It really but yeah, like Chun Li, it's like there's one one collection of scenes it's worth watching. This yeah. one, no, there's a lot of there's you gotta see it like all like the whole hilarity of Dane Cook's cameo on itself oh, so doesn't work as well without seeing fucking Mola Head trying to play it so serious beforehand yeah. and then being made into a fucking uh, clown by Dane Cook, who is right, and we forgot to talk about yeah. I mean, when Dane Cook returns and he's in that car on the freeway, like we really we had Dane Cook for two days. We have to have him in another cameo, and he just plays this just poor me tourist, like all this like slapstick happening because when the Hummer, like Adam Scott and what's her face, are chasing him down, they're chasing down Ford and all them, and they go off a ramp, but this time the ramp doesn't help them at all. It fucks him up and Adam Scott drives off the ramp and the car, the Hummer goes spinning in the air, just like all this shit. But then for some reason, when it lands on Dane Cook's car and they go, oh shit, and they leave the car, the car comes flat down on top of Dane Cook's car. Right. Doesn't make a whole lot of, and it of course, crushes, yeah, it crushes, crushes Dane, Cook's, Dane car. Cook's car. Yeah. And then Adam, the next time you see him, he's upside down in his, a Hummer, which is fine, right? It's, like the Hummer survived fine. He's upside down answering the phone. He hasn't even bothered to get out of the car yet. I, yeah, he's surrounded by the the ambulance, and he's still just chilling. They couldn't get him out of the car just yet because the seatbelts were in there. <laughs> and he, I love how he says to Henderson, he goes, "Oh yeah, thank God for trash, or like, yeah, thank God for airbags." And he goes, "Shut up!" But like she didn't say anything. Like what? Is, why why was that a line i really don't understand like again the writing like placeholder lines you know what i mean it's like this is this is we're gonna say it like it's really witty but all we're saying is shut up you know because <laughs> even with henderson and they're like oh, oh there's ford like we got to go get him and like you forgot to pay for the gas and he goes oh yeah yeah it was supposed to be fun like okay <laughs> this, I mean. these are, this is just things people say to each other they're sort of yeah placeholder lines and what i love is that because it's stepbrothers his 
he plays the exact same character and even says to his wife like honey we got fucking Danny cook tickets let's go <laughs> to prove that he's a douchebag and then here he is in the film with Dane Cook in the prime of his career, which I think it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, he's not exactly the same. Like, I feel like in that movie, he was like a professional. In this movie, he looks like a fucking tech kid, right? Like, he looks like a, um, uh, one of those, like, software engineers. He has bed head and a sweatshirt. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm from the FBI. We don't all look. What would you Yeah, what would you expect? You know? Yeah, I will say he didn't really look the part just yet. Because in Step Brothers, he just a he was really well more fitted because he's just a businessman who's just also an asshole. In this movie, he's supposed to be this guy that sells fucking meth. Like I wasn't really buying it, but yeah, I will say again. Yeah, I, it was just kind yeah. of all over the place, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of characters. <laughs> like the I think the, that was one of the weakest parts about this movie was just these the, like these characters just were what they needed to be to make this clusterfuck of a plot move forward one step at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Adam Scott doesn't have like a character so much as just like he's yeah. just like asshole, asshole, asshole plot twist. I'm also the bad guy, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> didn't see that coming. But I will say, yeah. I, again, yeah, I did. I really enjoyed this movie. It needs to be more of a cult hit than it is, and that's why. But it might be. This is what I'm saying. Like these motorcycle games. I know. All, they might. You don't know what they're doing. Like when they all meet up. Because do you go to biker bars? I've never. I've I've never been. I, I mean, maybe when I was younger, bar. but it's too a little too sketch for me. A little too much. Uh, they probably know, put twerk on every day. Like yeah. two o'clock. It's twerk time. You know, we watch Torque every day, two o'clock on Tuesday. We watch Torque at this biker bar. And take like notes. It might be an underground success that you just aren't part of that world. Like, I this really... was like a glimpse into the window of what it's like to be, to ride motorcycles. I feel like this is, this is more realistic in some ways than Sons of Anarchy because Sons of Anarchy <laughs> is like, we're trying to be gritty, but it's like, you ride fucking motorcycles. You're a dork. You know, this yeah. movie is. <laughs> if you ride motorcycles you're probably a fucking dork who's out larping that you're fucking cool and making fart noises in front of every fucking restaurant and domicile at your ass sorry i get upset they piss me off i don't like yeah. motorcycles <laughs> me neither and they're they're too loud and they're obnoxious and, and they're this obnoxious movie. This movie proves that, that there's turmoil in the biker gangs. And I just wish more biker gangs could just come together with this film and just get along with each other. Because sometimes other biker gangs trying to screw each other over. But we're just, we're all in this together, you know? It's, you know, it kind of reminded me of Brink. Because it's like, it did, <laughs> it did, with slightly <laughs> less murder. And their drama. And it's like, oh, I, I threw your tennis shoes Onto a telephone wire. Oh, I gotcha, murdered bitch. your brother and framed it on another biker gang, you know? Right. Like, and he like throws the rocks in the way and that girl eats shit, breaks yeah. her arm, kills herself. It's a really dark Disney film if you rewatch it. It's <laughs> really <laughs> the best Disney yeah, I will say I'm not huge on like Disney Plus, like looking back at stuff, but I will say Brink was one of the few that I did really enjoy rewatching because it's just, it really is 90s cheese at its finest. And it also has the Black Power Ranger originally. So I can't, you can't go wrong. It's like one of the only things he ever did besides Power Rangers. So good for him. Good for everyone. To me, it popularized for myself a haircut that I then 
I then emulated for, you know, several years. <laughs> for me, it was just seeing that kid with the helmet on, but it was never like buckled. I'm like, why are you wearing it? It was just it's a st- style. Fashion. It was a fashion statement. I'm like, dude, it's going to fall. It's the whole point. And I tried doing that as a kid just to be cool, but they kept my, yeah, like, my helmet kept problem, falling off. Right? <laughs> it was, it feel like inspires you to wear headgear improperly because you want to look cool like the kid. I, I wanted to be like that guy that was in one other show and nothing else i wonder but, how many concussions like that movie caused by teaching kids i wish i wish we had a graph i wish there was a way but we didn't have that that data back in the 90s we can't kill that but every time you saw him actually rollerblading he had it strapped in. It was just like the close-ups on his face when he was standing still. That's tr- when he was just hanging out with his cool kids, and, and that was just his. Yeah, thing. good. It, just, it. it was uncomfortable. It's like wearing a mask. It's like yeah, yeah. I wear it in the restaurant, but once I step outside, it's coming off, baby. It's coming off. It's coming off. I don't care if it's a little riskier. Uh, you know, I just. <laughs> I one hundred percent. I didn't have problems with masks until I started have to wearing them for an eight-hour shift, and now I'm starting to starting to get a little annoyed. I'm starting to think this cope thing should just go away. But that's just that's just. Yeah, did you try it asking nicely? COVID? I, yeah, I haven't really talked late, but we all talk again. Well, one of these days. COVID's kind of a toxic personality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah toxic. A lot of toxic traits. I yeah, say. I stay away. Kind of a Scorpio. You know, <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a Gemini Scorpio cusp. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm a Scorpio cusp. I'm not sure. Or a Libra cusp. I'm not really into Scientology. I don't really look at that stuff. But. Yeah, my Mercury is in Capricorn, which means I don't believe in astrology. So. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Do you have anything that you want to promote or plug whilst on this podcast? Uh, not this one. This one was not. I don't. I don't want my shit getting out. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the, I heard those biker gangs. I'm afraid once I turn off the computer and go outside, I'm you're gonna get a Colombian necktie. Yeah, know? I'm gonna get lynched by a Theon. He's waiting for me. With that I bet. <laughs> Did they have names, or would that have been too dorky? Could you imagine if they tried to give them names? They would have been like the Red Tigers. You know, like. The white stripes. They did. It was um Ice Cubes was the Reapers, wasn't it? Oh, of course it was. It okay. was that was and I didn't notice until this like admittedly like seventh or eighth time I watched it that they did have names, but I don't think that the meth heads or any of the other guys did. They just it was the it Reapers. It's just been the meth heads, you know, it would have worked. It might have been. I'm not just kid rocking the boys or something. It was just yeah. I know, but the only name I knew the was Ice, Ice Cubes. Yeah, NWA. Like, oh wait, that's taken. But yeah, <laughs> this is an expanded edition, <laughs> extended. Um, well, yeah. I, uh... So yeah, I'll plug. Uh, so I do a I do a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies every week. It's called it the uh, the Sick Folks of Cinema. You can check it out wherever podcasts are sold. This week we're doing like Doghouse, which is like a misogynistic zombie movie. Love um, it yeah it's great uh um i don't know when this podcast is coming out but we've got lots of episodes check us out you know um and then i also do news job which is on the the stab comedy shebang shebangalang you know twitch tv slash stab comedy or facebook.com slash stab comedy theater you can check them out and uh first saturdays at 9 p.m you can watch News Job. It's a news comedy game show where I do the news 
basically contestants try and avoid hearing the news and I try and read them the news and it's it's a cat and mouse game show like like so um uh, and that's all I got. I got a plug. I mean, I, I got shows and stuff too, but you can check those out on my Instagram. I plug all my shows. If you want to see my stand up comedy, which is much better than my podcast <laughs> rambling, um, not, not that much better, but much better. Um, go, go, go to at real life pretend psychic on Instagram or else look up Heather Rogue on wherever social media exists and uh, follow me and uh, those are that's uh, it that's sorry it. That, that took like more than <laughs> more than the movie no it's fine again that's the most plugs i've had that's perfect but yeah no and uh yeah just follow me at kevin heisinger also if you want to venmo me it's also kevin heisinger if you're feeling crazy also my paypal but yeah thanks for uh twerking about twerk with me <laughs> or torque if you will i don't know how they pronounce it and like the biker it was <laughs> a like, good twerk yeah. It was a good. It was good talking about it. I'm really excited. I, I'm disappointed they did not do Torque Two fully torqued, but or Torque Three. That's what I'm talking about. But hopefully after the podcast they will. But yeah, the, to, the Tokyo Tokyo Torque Torquio drift. <laughs> One of these days, I really hope so. But yeah, thanks for being on. I appreciate you, and I hope to see you soon. <laughs>